Welcome to the Tandem Talk Show, where we help women dial in their nutrition and fitness so that they can lose fat, tone up, and transform their lives. And now your host from Tandem Nutrition, Coach G. Yo, hey, what's up, everyone? Hey, Coach G here, back again with another brand new episode of the Tandem Talk Show. Today, I have a very interesting episode that I want to cover with you today. Today, I'll be talking all about the best and the worst times to do cardio for fat loss. And so if you're currently doing cardio for fat loss, uh, drop cardio in the comments below. Let me know that you're listening in. And if you have any questions about what I covered today or anything about cardio related, please drop them in the comments. And I'll either address them uh, today uh, during our live stream or even after our podcast as well. And by the way, we are live streaming this inside our Facebook group at www.tandemnutrition.com forward slash Facebook. So come join us there. We have a lot of free fat loss resources for women to help them lose fat and tone up in a very healthy and sustainable way. So I'm super, super stoked about today's episode. Uh, I'm a big fan of keeping things very simple and educating women on what's most important for fat loss and even getting to a lot of detail as to when the best times to do what for the best results, okay? And so like I said today, I'll be covering the best and the worst times to do cardio for fat loss. So as a theme today, I would like to define the word cardio just to make sure that we're on the same page together. So its definition, at least in my terms, in which I'll cover it today, is <clears throat> purposeful. So any purposeful activity that is completed for cardiovascular, health, or fat loss benefit. So for example, this could be going for a jog. It could be going to the gym for exercise on the elliptical. It could be going for a bike ride. Anything that is that is done purposely to help you burn body fat or to improve your cardiovascular or your health in general. Now, when it comes to cardio, it's very important to understand in this realm of fat loss how important it actually is for actual fat loss. And so the biggest question I get is, is, is cardio even for fat loss? So is cardio even, even necessary for fat loss? I'll let you go ahead and think about that answer right now. Maybe drop that in the comments below. Let me know if you personally think that cardio is required for fat loss. I'll give you a few, few seconds and we'll go with the answer next. All right, so is cardio required for fat loss? The answer is no. So cardio, while cardio is not required for fat loss, we do know that the only thing required to lose body fat is being in a protein-focused calorie deficit. Now, in order to get into an energy deficit or a calorie deficit, you have to do one of three things. Number one, you have to reduce your calories to be in a calorie deficit. You can either reduce your calories and increase your cardio to be in a calorie deficit, or you can just increase cardio. Now, that's the biggest benefit of cardio for fat loss. By having purposeful cardio into your plan, that allows you to keep your calories higher throughout your fat loss phase or throughout your diet. The reason why I say fat loss phase is because here at Tandem, we transition our clients through what we call phases of dieting that takes them from a fat loss phase 
back into intuitive eating. Okay. So anytime I, anytime you hear the word phase, just know, uh, or fat loss phase, know that I'm just talking about a fat loss diet. So like I said, cardio does have benefit, not only for health reasons, but also for fat loss because it helps the dieter eat more calories while still losing body fat. Like imagine if you were to start a diet and all you did was just eat fewer calories to lose body fat, you'd have to drastically reduce your calories in order to get in a substantial calorie deficit to lose an appreciable amount of body fat. So adding in cardio and burning more calories that way allows you to burn body fat without having to eat as few of calories. Okay. Now, like I said, that is the main benefit of cardio is that it allows you to keep your calories higher throughout your fat loss phase. Now, there are some best and worst times to do cardio. So there are some best and worst times to do cardio. And for each of these, I'll be going over the best and worst times in regards to cardio on workout days and also cardio on non-workout days, okay? So like cardio on days that you exercise and you work out and cardio on the days that you do not work out, maybe it's a rest day. So in general, the best times to do cardio on your non-workout days. So this is for anyone who is has a rest day or who's not training to plan plan a training plan on a specific day, the best time to do cardio is when it's most convenient for you. Okay. I know that's super general advice and it's very simple. You probably already knew that, but that is so, so true. It's most important to do cardio at the time that's most inconvenient for you. Because the reason for that is because when you're able to do cardio consistently at a time that's convenient for you, you're going to keep getting consistent results. And you can only achieve and maintain the results that you that you're able to practice those habits with over over time. So <clears throat> if you don't like doing cardio in the morning, don't do cardio in the morning. If it's easier for you to do cardio in the evening, do cardio in the evening. What's most important is to do cardio when it's most convenient for you. Now, on your non-workout days, if you're not exercising, there is perhaps a more optimal time to do cardio that can help you burn more body fat. And that is in the evening after your last meal, okay? So for some of you, this may come to a surprise to you, okay? So believe it or not, if you do cardio in the evening after your last meal, and when I'm speaking of cardio, I'm thinking of low-intensity, you know, moderate-intensity cardio. I'm not referring to high-intensity interval training, which we'll cover next. And the reason why it there could be an additional benefit of burning body fat Doing cardio after dinner or after your last meal is because exercise mimics the effects of insulin. And so what that means is that exercise helps to naturally lower blood glucose levels. So exercise helps to transfer that glucose from your blood into tissues of your body, namely your muscle, that's our goal, or also adipose tissue or fat cells. Okay, we want that glucose to go to muscle tissue. And the reason why that's important is because throughout the nighttime, our body's primary source of energy is fat. Okay, insulin levels are low and fat is a main source of energy. And so by doing exercise in the evenings, you're going to boost to lowering blood glucose levels and also reducing insulin levels as well, which allows you to start burning body fat quicker and for a longer period of time. Now, does that make a big difference over the long run? Absolutely not, right? So that actually may not convert to a great degree of actual fat loss. So you may not change, you might see a big change 
on the scale, but internally, in terms of fuel usage, you'll, you will be burning more body fat for fuel than carbohydrates. And number two, the worst time to do cardio, especially if it's high intensity interval training is, and again, we're referring to on non-workout days, is first thing in the morning, okay? And so when you get up in the morning, your body is fasted, you haven't eaten any food, maybe you haven't even had water. And so your, your cortisol levels are, are, are higher than normal as well. And because your cortisol levels are higher, if you jump into a cardio session, especially for a cardio session that is of high intensity, so let's say you go to an elliptical machine or you go run some sprints or you do like 30 seconds on, 20 seconds off on a, on a bicycle. So anything that gets your heart rate up at a very high level, you have a greater chance of losing muscle mass, of using muscle mass fuel for fuel. And that is not good. Yeah, sure, you may increase your, your metabolic rate for a temporary period of time, but the risk of losing muscle mass will be more detrimental long term because muscle is very closely correlated to metabolism. Okay, so it's very important to know that if you're thinking that you're going to wake up in the morning and do cardio fasted to, to burn more body fat, that is not correct. Okay, in fact, there's been studies shown that by actually eating first and doing cardio, you actually burn more calories. Let me repeat that. Studies have shown that when you actually eat first, then do cardio, you actually burn more calories. And here are two reasons why. Number one, you have more energy, you have more um, more sustenance in your body, more fuel to, to fuel a, a more intense performance. You're able to run faster, run longer at a higher intensity. And because you're able to do these at a higher level, you burn more calories. Additionally, because your body is also digesting food, you're also getting that thermetic effect of digestion throughout that process as well. So you're able to perform faster, longer, more endurance, and you're protecting your muscle mass throughout that time as well. So if there's a benefit to any type of cardio in the morning, it's if you do cardio after eating a, at least a protein type meal. Okay. So quick review on non-workout days, the best time to do cardio, number one, is when it's most convenient for you. Okay. When it's most convenient for you. What's most important is being able to do cardio consistently. And most often than not, the best time for that is when it's most convenient for you. Number two is in the evenings after your last meals. Reason for that is because it lowers glucose and insulin levels and allows your body to get in, into fat burning mode a lot quicker. And lastly, the worst time to do cardio will be in the morning, especially if, if it's of higher intensity cardio and your body is looking for glucose, which it doesn't have. So it gets it from muscle tissue. And therefore, you may lose a little bit of muscle, especially over time, which could have, an impact, have a negative impact on your metabolism, which we do not want. When we lose muscle mass, our metabolic rate declines more rapidly. And that's why we hit plateaus throughout our fat loss journeys. Okay. So again, this, those three were the best, worst scenarios on non-workout days. Now, I do want to talk about cardio on workout days as well, since we have a lot of clients and also we have, uh, we just know a lot of people who do cardio on the same days they do weight training as well, which is completely fine. The best time to do cardio on, <clears throat> on a day that you're working out is at the time that, again, is most convenient for you. When the days that you work out, if it's easier for you to do cardio around your training session, you split it up. Okay. It's most important to be able to do it at the time that you find it's most convenient. It's, it's not a wise idea to do cardio 
at a time that is very inconvenient for you and that you know that you, you couldn't stick with. Okay. So again, when it comes to fat loss, what's most important outside of maintaining a protein focused calorie deficit is being consistent. Now, one of the worst times to do, to do cardio on workout days is doing long durations either before or after your training session. And here's why. If you did 45 minutes of hit before your workout, your performance will be neglected. You will not be able to perform your best throughout the workout session. And that is not good because weight training is superior than cardio for fat loss because it helps you maintain muscle mass and also helps you maintain a faster metabolic rate. So it's very important to make sure you're not doing too much cardio before or even after your weight training session. Again, going back to that same example, if you did 30 to 45 minutes of high intensity interval training after your weight training session, that would give your body mixed signals. And let me explain this. When you work out, your, your body sends a signal that it's time to grow, right? It's time to grow muscle mass to help to improve our metabolic rate and to increase our strength. Cardio sends the opposite signal to the body. So cardio's main signal is to break things down. And so when these two paths cross, essentially the overall effect of the workout would be diminished because you want to make sure that you get the most out of your training session because that is what's most important for the maintenance of muscle mass. So anytime you do a large session, a long session of cardio after training, know that you could be taken away from the recovery of that workout and the potential benefit of that workout as well because you have one signal saying, hey, let's go build more muscle mass. And the other signal saying, let's go break things down. And in that case, we want to make sure that we are building more muscle mass. And again, going back to cardio on your workout days, the next best time to do cardio would be at least six hours away from the workout, whether it's six hours before the workout or six hours after your workout. And the reason for this, very similar to what I mentioned before, we want to make sure at each of our workout sessions that we are feeling our best, that we're recovered, and that we're not letting anything else externally affect our performance. We want to make sure that we're challenging ourselves throughout our workouts to make sure that we're, we're getting stronger throughout each week because strength does have a solid correlation with muscle mass. And we want to make sure that we overload progressively each and every week, meaning that we want to make sure that each workout it allows us it allows us to try to get better and better and better because that is how you gain strength and that is how you gain muscle mass as well. And so if you have to do cardio on, the, on a day that you work out, it's best to do it six hours away from your training session. So either six hours before it or six hours after it. Okay. Any closer than that, you may affect your performance before or your recovery afterwards. Okay. So again, these are the best and the worst times to do cardio for fat loss. But the main takeaway, if your goal is fat loss, is if you're trying to lose body fat, focus on what's most important first. Number one, being in a protein-focused calorie deficit. That means making sure you're having protein in each meal making sure that you're maintaining a calorie deficit. And that also includes throughout the weekends too, okay? Weekends count just as much as weekdays, all right? Make sure you are weight training at least three to five days per week. Walking is one of my favorite types of cardio. And cardio can also be a benefit for you because it allows you to keep your calories higher 
when getting in a calorie deficit. There's nothing wrong with the cardio. And it's funny because as I was progressing throughout my career as a nutrition coach, at the very beginning, I was completely anti-cardio. I'm like, hey, you know, we can help our clients lose fat without doing any cardio. And we had we had some great results, but it was I learned through that experience that our clients had to really dig deeper into a calorie deficit by dropping their calories lower. And so that was really tough for them. And then then I shifted gears. I said, oh, maybe we should do more, more purposeful cardio, like three to five sessions a week and be more strict with that. And then, you know, I'm like, our, our clients are too busy. Like most busy professionals, I don't know about you, but they don't have time to go to the gym three to five days a week to do cardio or to go run, you know, outside their homes to, to get in some extra steps. And so at Tandem, we have formulated a very specific fem female fat loss cardio strategy that is very effective in helping our clients uh, lose fat without spending hours each week doing cardio. And our next episode or an upcoming episode of our Tandem Talk Show will cover that exact strategy. So if you want to hear more about that episode, either subscribe to the podcast or comment Cardi below to let me know that this specific topic would interest you. And I'd be more than happy to uh, share that with you and also answer any questions you may have as well. So again, guys, what's most important is doing cardio when it's best for you. Um, so you can be when you can be most consistent throughout the week for doing cardio. And also make sure that if you are training, that you're not doing a lot of cardio before or after training. Again, small change, small difference there, but overall it could make a big impact over the long run. I hope you found this episode valuable. If you have, please subscribe to our podcast, The Tandem Talk Show on Apple, iTunes, Podbeam, and also Pandora. And also join our Facebook group at www.tandemnutrition.com forward slash Facebook for more live videos just like this and more. Hey, thanks everyone. I appreciate you. God bless you. And I'll see you next Thursday at 12 p.m. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Tandem Talk Show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort. Until next time.